From the PSIA ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we're going to be visiting with team coaches Michael Rogan and Matt Boyd of the Alpine team. Michael, Matt, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, no problem, George. Always good to talk to you, George. Now, Michael, you've been team coach for how many years? Um, one term plus this COVID year, so five years. And that's of the Alpine this is my second term. Yeah. discipline. And this is the first year you're having an assistant coach. How does that work? Uh, it is, uh, and I think it works great. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. You, you say that this is the first time having an assistant coach, but um, when Rob Sogard was the coach, uh, although I wasn't an assistant, there wasn't an assistant coach. I, you know, I, I think everybody. If, if you look at the team, I think everybody has a role and a responsibility and an opportunity to be coaches. You know, we, we all work together pretty, pretty well at this point in time. I mean, my job as the coach is for sure. If there's a decision that needs to be made or direction or, or a conversation to start or stop, um, it's my job to do that. But it's a, it's a pretty collaborative effort um, within the whole team. And moving forward, having, you know, apart from a friend uh, in Matt Boyd, but also having Matt in, in, a, in his role, I mean, we are both um, going to be working as, as coaches for the Alpine team. And, and it's nice that you say that I'm the coach and Matt's the assistant, but, you know, I, it, that's just not how we work. If Matt's got all the opportunity to take the reins on something, if he's real strong about it, and he has all the comfort to say, I, I'm not sure about this and leave it with me, and, and me vice versa in those both roles with Matt and, um, you know, this next team moving forward, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for everybody to, you know, to jump in and take the lead on something and also be a good supporter and follower. So, um, so Matt, are you, be damned. are you pretty excited about this position? Oh, I'm really excited for this position. I mean, it's, a, it's an opportunity to, you know, help be a part of the future of the organization. I think that's that's awesome. And, and to Michael's point, you know, we didn't have an assistant coach, but we did have a captain um, when Rob was the coach, and that was where you know Michael's sat at that point in time. And 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 I can tell you, as a team member, then we certainly looked to Michael as uh, you know as as one of our coaches. So, as the two of you work together, what are the duties of the coaches of the team? I mean, I know you all work very closely together, so what extra duties does the coach take on? Michael, let's start with you. Well, I mean, my job is to, is to help our teammates be as successful as they can and provide opportunities for all of us to grow together. I mean, one of the beautiful parts of of whether it be the Alpine discipline, um, but all of the teams and our groups together and, and our one team idea is that we get an opportunity to be exposed to, to different team mates and different team members and, uh, and try and help each other become good teammates, not just team members, but good teammates. And then, um, work to work to make the job exciting and interesting. Uh, we have a certain workload that is that is through clinics and, and things, but also to try and create engaging opportunities for ongoing training and professional development 
so that we continue to, um, you know, get get pushed uh, and asked to, to stretch and uh, expand our envelope of, of knowledge um, in whatever aspect, whether that be through our skiing or through our teaching, um, through our understanding of, uh, of our own um, social awareness and, and people skills. And, um, you know, I just, that's, my job is to help facilitate those opportunities of growth for my teammates. And my Matt, job is to serve them. Matt, how do the two of you work together to kind of help guide where the team goes over the next three years? Uh, you know, it's funny that you, you asked that. And, and I think my perspective as a team member, I mean, the coach is certainly, as Michael said, um, leads a big part of, of the development of the individual team members and as the team as a whole. But um, I, as Michael was speaking, I was thinking of, of my time on the team as a team member and how the coach really, you look at the way Bill Belichick rolled with, with Tom Brady. I mean, he had such a humongous talent, like, like we have with team members and, and his job there was a, you know, certainly to help Tom Brady as a, as a quarterback um, or as a team member, but also to help a group of Tom Brady's, um, facilitate their movement forward of the organization. It doesn't just come from the coaches. It comes from that, that group of talent and, and trying to keep that moving forward is, is, a it's, I mean, it's a huge challenge and it's, it certainly doesn't come from, from any one person. It comes from that, that collective group. I want to talk with both of you uh, in just a minute about uh, what you're looking for in candidates, but I'd really like to hear from, from each of you. So same question to you both, but Michael, let's start with you. How have you developed as a skier and as an instructor during your time on the team? What have you really found most valuable about it? Everything. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. Uh, it's that simple and that complex, George. Um, you know, I, I, in 1996, which is a long time ago, uh, I tried out on a pair of Kessley slalom skis before Nordic existed. They were 190 centimeters long. Um, and so being a part of, of the, the pinnacle of, of our job, of our industry of ski instruction, uh, since 1996 and having the exposure that I've been fortunate enough to have, uh, to teammates, um, that have come and, and gone. And then to the coaches that, that I've worked with. Uh, and then to all the, the teammates that I've had the pleasure to be a part of the team, the Alpine discipline with, uh, and all of the other disciplines. I mean, just to, to be a part of a group that moves and thinks and um, processes information and brings, brings so, so much thought process to things and, and think critically and, and to be a part of that and hopefully to, to engage in that, but also just to experience it. Uh, I mean, you can't, you can't help but get good when you're exposed to a group um, of different disciplines and certainly the Alpine uh, discipline that, that I'm with and then the other, the other coaches that I've experienced I mean, then you look at events like being a part of Interski or international academies um, or U.S. ski team events 
Uh, I mean, all of those, Ski Magazine, all of those opportunities have kind of come through the main branch of being a part of our national team. Uh, and uh, and being a part of that, it, it just exposes you to some great people. And if you're, if you're just semi-smart and pay attention, you're going to learn a lot. If you are semi-smart, pay attention and apply yourself, which I feel like I have, uh, you can really develop um, and you can really develop a, a, a deeply and, and really get really good. Matt? You know, I, I think that, you know, to Michael's point, I remember working back in Pennsylvania when I was in college as a ski instructor. And, and at one point in time, all of the, the, the leadership within that school moved on. It was a college town and all of the leadership were college students. My brother was one of them. Um, and when they moved on, I, the year they moved on, I went and got my level two and all of a sudden I was that leadership. And all of a sudden I went from being somebody who, who took in information. And then I had, was given this imaginary license to provide information and provide thought and to provide clarity um, you know, then you, you move on in your career and you become the development team member here in the East. And I am in that role of taking information from the long-term examiners, Eastern team, national team. And then you become an examiner and you're an examiner for a while. And somewhere along that line, you're in that leadership role again. And you're providing the thought and the inspiration and the clarity. And then you make the national team and, and there's nobody else to tell you. You've got that license. And I, I just, I think back to Eric Lipton when he first made the team. And, um, you know, from a, from a skiing perspective, the, the guy was just an amazing, I mean, he's always been an amazing skier. But from a teaching perspective, the minute he was given that license, that license to create and to be creative and to be uh, thoughtful, his skiing knowledge just seemed to explode and his his coaching knowledge just seemed to explode because he was given that license and it's not a card that you get but but i i think that every team member would tell you they feel it um they feel that 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 not it's not a power it's a requirement that you need to be that person that that is extra thoughtful and, and extra creative and Matt, that just leads us right into the next question. I'd love for you and Michael just to have a conversation on this one. But what are those qualities that you're looking for in a potential team member? And you've been working with a number of team members already that are trying out again. What are the things that are really going to make someone stand out in these selections for you, Michael? Well, Matt will probably say it better. And that's Matt. okay, um, <laughs> but I'll get started, so I'll give him some food for thought, and that's how we—that's how we're, we, you know, you kind of—that's how we will work together. But you know, I mean, look at a team. There's there's a difference. A team member is is kind of the individual. I think we moving forward, we're going to talk about teammates because um, there's a little bit of a difference between being a team member and being successful for you, and being a teammate and being successful with uh, the rest of the rest of the team members. Um, and I feel like our job is to be inspirational in, in every aspect. Uh, you know, certainly when it comes from to skiing, it has to be uh, an inspirational image and picture. It doesn't always have to be a, um, you know, a extremely fast, but it always has to be clean and neat 
and adhere to what is our belief system within our organization. Uh, when it comes to, to a teacher, um, you know, Matt will probably do a really good job in, in this category, but we gotta, we gotta get people to learn, um, and, and, and not get caught up in, in how I'm teaching, although that works hand in hand, but, but we gotta get caught up in people learning and figuring out ways that, that we can manipulate a situation or a day or shape an environment where people can learn and figure things out with our guidance and shepherding and chaperoning and facilitating, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then to go to the other corner of our, I'll leave, I'll leave Matt with, with a little bit of that. And then, uh, and then maybe the other corner of our learning connection model. Oh, real nice, Michael. Way to increase expectancies. Um, I think, you know, to Michael's point, you know, you talked about those those three areas of the three skill sets within the learning connection model of you know, your technical skills, your teaching skills, and your people skills. Um, I, I'm a big believer in the fundamentals that 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 stand in all three of those areas, and and you know, certainly we're looking for people who who represent well those fundamentals in all aspects of their teaching um, and their, their, their skiing performance and their interactions with others. But I, I think it, it goes being a team member. And this is the thing I, I didn't understand when I was trying out for the team. It goes so much beyond that. Um, I mean, you've got to be a group of, we got there's got to be a group of people that can sit in a conference room at team training for hours on end um, working collaboratively to to come up with with the future with 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 the next the next thing for us um, you've got to be a group of people who can sit at a dinner table with a hugely diverse group of members um, for a full week at National Academy and sit on chair lists for hours at a time, um, hours a day um, with with our members. And, and there's so much more than just skiing. And, and when I tried out for the team in 2008, my first time I, I tried out when I made it, it, to me, it was about being the best gear out there, and that's what the team was. And, and I've realized since then it's just so much more than that. Can you write? Can you speak? Can you think on your feet? Um, being a team member, is, it's, a, it's a really broad skill set. So, and it's a tough job, George. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you got, we have, uh, have 33,000 members, of which a uh, percentage of that is fully certified, and and you got to go through your divisional process, and then, uh, then you get to the national process, and 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 you have uh, people that have been doing the job already, um, that are really really good. So so you you got to be you got to be good, and uh, and it takes a lot to to make it to the pinnacle of, of anything, um, and uh, and it's hard work to get there, and it's hard work to stay there, and. The job is always evolving, and just when you think you you know what it is, there's another, you know, another dimension opens itself up, and you go, God, I didn't even consider, I didn't even consider dealing with suppliers, or I didn't even consider doing an e-learning course, or I didn't even consider the fact that now I got to talk and give things that that I believe in, or we as an organization believe in, 
to an international audience of whom might not speak English. And I didn't even consider the fact that I'm going to go to three different ski areas in two different days and half of my bags aren't going to arrive. But that doesn't mean that the quality diminishes any. I mean, those are, I didn't even consider some of these things. Um, and those are things that you find out that are really important. And, and like when you land in Cleveland, Ohio at the airport, I mean, the, the members see us at the event when we arrive at, at Boston Mills the next day. That's what they see of us. But the reality is the second the car pulls in to pick you up, you're on. You are on as a team member. The, the person that's going to drive you back to, to Dr. Michael Spector's house to stay for, for four days um, – you're a team member at that point in time. The second they pull in and you've got your bags, if your bags arrive, um, and you're on all day, all night, and, and the expectations are high for team members. So it is a very tough job. You know, I loved what you said about all the work that it takes to stay there. Uh, it really stands out to me. And I know I've said this before, but every time every year at team training i always ask each of you what are you working on to improve in your skiing what are you working on to improve in your teaching and none of you hesitates you always have an answer right away oh my gosh i've got to work on this i've got to get better at this and it's so funny to be going through an interview with someone who's maybe never taught before and i'll ask them those questions and it's like "Uh, you know i really don't need to get any better as a skier No, no, but, you know that's the that's the beautiful part of this group uh, is that if 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 that if that thought process entered anybody's head like a, like a like a good parent that is in tune with their kids the minute that you think about stepping across the line you get kind of cuffed upside the head before it actually happens our teammates uh, from 1996 until now and I'm sure it's not going to change. Uh, I mean, are wonderful at, I'm going to say self-policing, but keeping us all on our toes because, because you, you, especially nowadays with our, with our, uh, world and, and digital world, if I see, a, if I see, a, a, a segment of, of Anne Shorling, I mean, she just did a, a course, uh, with teasing and powder and when it when she's just slaying this snow um with darren rawls you go shoot and just she just you know she just added a little fuel to this now i gotta pick up my game not to compete with ann but to just feel like i can compliment her to keep her pace moving if, if you understand that, you know, and we work hard to keep each other going. It's like a, a pace line in the bike. George, you ride bikes a lot, but you know, the goal isn't to, to hang out in the pace line. The goal is to get up front, take your turn, kick up the pace a little bit, keep everybody with you. And collectively we move forward at a faster rate of speed. And, uh, and, and I think that's something that, that we love doing with each other. And, and hopefully we take as many opportunities we, as we can to do that with, with the membership is to get everybody better quicker sooner and if you think about it michael i mean that should go well beyond the team i mean this organization if you look at the learning connection model it basically tells you that this organization doesn't have a whole lot of use for somebody who feels they feels that they've already reached their fullest potential you know you could be 
86 years old and 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 kind of on the on the plateau of your performance in terms of your skiing performance but that doesn't mean that you can't be developing your people skills or your teaching skills um there's so much to be becoming a ski instructor and and or a snow sport instructor of any kind and, and we're always trying to get better um it just depends on what corner you're looking at I think the two of you just described a word you said earlier, which is teammates, not just team members, because a teammate brings out the best in everyone else. You want to do better for that person, and they want to do better for you. Yeah. So, Michael, Matt, we have a National Academy coming up in just a few more days, and uh, team selections right after that. So what's your schedule look like? National Academy, again, Matt, you said you've always got to be on, so you're there uh, teaching throughout the week, and then you go right into team selections, which you're already working on because you're doing those every night, uh, looking at people's uh, uh, off-the-snow presentations over Zoom. And uh, what's your work schedule look like coming up here? Matt, why don't you start? So, wow, wow. what's the work schedule? I mean, right now we're, we're observing online uh, webinars because we can't do indoor presentations. So that's happening uh, in the evenings during the midweek. Um, we're trying to separate the academy groups because we can't do that on snow at academy because we can't have mass gatherings. Um, where Michael and I spent about an hour on the phone today looking at potential tasks. And then once you decide on some potential tasks, you got to consider potential flow and how things work out. For timing, um, the the workload is, and once you get to Breckenridge, you're 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 going to be working with your academy group, and at the same time thinking about that. You know, how long does this lift chairlift ride take? Um, how long does it take to ski this particular piece of terrain? And, and really thinking about that in terms of the tryout. So when you get to that evening, you spend the night thinking about what I did today with my academy group to see if it's going to work for the tryout. Michael. Man, it's nice to have an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's uh, it's it's busy. Uh, as Matt says, there's there's a lot going on, and and planning for academy is is a good challenge anyway. It's a, those are busy days, but when you when you decide that when Nick decided to have an academy this year, amongst all of our uh, of our world health challenges uh you know uh, other factors come in that we normally wouldn't consider like what the cdc says or the state of colorado says or what Vail resort says and um where normally we would show up and everybody would get together we'd be hugging each other and shaking hands and chatting and, and doing this at night but now we can't do it that way so we got to find other ways to do it and it's being done now uh, Matt is putting a ton of work into it. Uh, all the coaches, staff are putting into it. The office is putting a ton of work into it. But it's just making sure that it goes out without a hitch. And then that's the the important thing is, as Matt alluded to, is we're paying attention to what Breckenridge is going to be like for our groups, but also what would a tryout look like? Was this a good task that we talked about already and, and we talked about it being on this run and and is it is it is it is it consistent throughout the day or does it change throughout the day? How much is how long is the lift ride? How many people can we have? What goes on? So you gotta pay attention to a bunch of things at the same time that you're not neglecting your academy group 
and preparing the tryouts so that everybody feels like they had a fair shot to demonstrate their best abilities all of the time. At the same time that we're trying to challenge people that are at the, you know, at, at the penultimate step in their, in our organization, uh, challenging them to get their best at the same time, knowing that, uh, as, as Matt said, you know, you, you go to Ohio or, or you go to the East coast and that's part of a couple day trip. Um, and you really need to be stressed out and physically tired and mentally tired and still be able to go to dinner and hold a good conversation and wake up in the morning and then ski during the course of the day and give your group all you have uh, and then go in, get some food and realize that there's night skiing and there's another group that's coming in or you end up in a California resort and you get three feet of, of beautiful Sierra cement uh, and all you have with you is a slalom ski and you're going to get some folks that are going to try and uh, show you around their ski resort. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it and a lot of things to consider so that we can give a good challenge but also give people their uh, the best opportunity for them to be at their best. So it, it's a complex puzzle. Well, Michael Rogan, Matt Boyd, I know you've got a lot to do today. I sure appreciate you taking the time to drop in on First Year and visit with us. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. Always a pleasure. Matt, it's great to spend any time with you. <laughs> it's not like we don't get enough of it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to seeing you guys in a few days. All right, buddy. From, Bye, from the PSI ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.